You might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. Today's episode of Let Me Mansplain is brought to you by the rain and window pane. Because what's better than to cry looking out the window while it's raining? No, in all seriousness. Might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about a very touchy subject. Um, try to make it lighthearted, but um, today's episode is entitled Let Me Cry. And as men, it's not always an easy task. One, um, because of external sources, and then two, because of um, our own um, predetermined value of what crying does to us and who we are as men after we do such. Um, it's okay to cry when you miss the buzzer beater or you almost lost the game because it's a game of passion. Um, but what about those moments in life that kind of just knock you and take the wind out of your, you know, your breathing and you just, you feel defeated and, um, you need a release or you feel like, you know, what you're going through, you just, you need to surrender to. And in those moments, tears are necessary, but as society has taught us, tears are for the weak. Crying is not for men. That's not something that we should express. Um, now, I'm not here to say go around and, and cry every time you don't get your way because I think that's a bit excessive. But I do think the, the notion that men crying as a weak trait or in the breath of showing that vulnerability um, to albeit family, other men, your friends, or even the women that you're interacting with is not a case of um, weakness. It's absolute strength. And we need to discuss that more. Um, I talked about it last week's episode as far as uh, men leading in suicide rates. Uh, it's three to one in comparison to women. And um, that's because we have always been taught to suck it up or get over it, uh, bottle it up. Um, it's not that big of a deal. Don't you cry, you know. And I think to a certain extent, yeah, you don't want to walk around teary-eyed and, and like, wow, life is getting to you every single moment. Um, but there are times that, you know, hey, I need to recluse. I need to, I need to step back. And I have some tears to shed for some things that I'm grieving, some things that, um, I need to let go of and tears are so refreshing. They're so cleansing. Um, it's been quite some time since I've dropped my own tears, but, uh, I don't say that, you know, as a badge of honor, I say that in a sense of crying is such a, um, it's such a, uh, strong action that's affiliated with a lot of different emotions. I haven't always cried just merely because of, of pain or sadness. I've cried um, from disappointment. I've cried from, you know, hurt, from loss. Uh, so crying as a man is not such a frowned upon thing, and I think we need to kind of change the dynamic on that. Uh, but today's episode, we're actually going to kind of dive into that, uh, talk about some different topics. Um, so, again, you might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. So on today's episode of Let Me Mansplain, we're talking about men crying. Um, and like I stated before, it's not a, it's not an easy task. It's not something that, um, 
that most men or your average men just do willingly. Um, as you grow older, you do it less. Uh, I remember being a boy and, and you would cry over, you know, things not going the way you want to. Or, you know, you might cry when you scrape your knee just because, you know, that's just the initial reaction. And you get up and it's like, oh, it's not even that bad. Um, but as you as you get older, um, your reason for shedding tears becomes so much more meaningful. Um, and what most women don't understand is that a man crying is a big sign. Now, there's a lot of fellas out there that, that know how to fake it. You know, they, they can put on their Hollywood acting skills. You know what I mean? They, they'll get the Academy Award. But um, as you grow older and as you become a man, crying is associated with um, a deep level of emotion. It's a lot of depth in it. Um, about five years ago, I lost my great-grandmother and um, I had a little bit of grief and I had a little bit of guilt mixed in one because um, the morning, the day that she passed that morning, I was supposed to go see her. And um, it was an alumni weekend for my alma mater. So I ended up you know, road tripping, going down there. And I was like, I'll just see her, you know, when I get back, like, it's, it's no big deal. On my way back, I'm getting the phone call and it's like, she's gone. Um, and at that moment, it didn't hit me. Like, it just didn't hit me that, you know, she was, she was gone. She had passed. Um, it was a difficult situation at that moment, but it wasn't until, you know, I was able to get back and like see her, like physically see her that this, um, this pool of emotions just erupted and I could not stop. Like I could not, I was bawling and I just couldn't stop. And it was, I felt so, um, I felt so guilty for not coming to see her, um, before I went to go have fun. I also felt so, um, disappointed in myself. Um, not that, you know, she had passed, but just, Uh, it wasn't because she had passed. It was more so because I felt like I wasn't there. That was one big thing. Like, I wasn't there. And then the second thing was um, I felt like I had made a selfish decision, selfish decision um, by going elsewhere before seeing her. Um, so then just seeing her laying there, you know what I mean, lifeless, um, it brought everything in me out, and I felt um, like I just lost a big part of me. You know, I I really, really, genuinely had a, a special connection with my great grandmother. Uh, God rest her soul, Geneva. Um, she was ninety five, and uh, she had Alzheimer's, and she used to have to go in through these stints where she would just forgive people, and. Um, she would forgive me too. So, you know, people would take it personally uh, when they weren't around her as often. But my grandmother had kind of took the responsibility of taking care of her mother. And I was very, I'm still very close to my grandmother. So uh, being able to like see my grandmother and have that access or my great grandmother and have that access, um, I was around her often. You know, even with me being off at school and she got to see me graduate undergrad before she passed. So that was, you know, a blessing because um, she didn't graduate college. Um, she had got a certificate from the University of Columbia. Um, but like 
it's like a piece of wisdom and a piece of someone that you really care near and dear to you is gone. Um, and like, even in those moments, like where she would be forgetful, like I never took it personally because a lot of times, like she would ask me if I was somebody, um, like she would ask me if I was my papa and I never met him. Like he passed away before I was ever born. Um, so I had never met him, but a lot of times she would ask me like, like, are you, you know, like, no, like granny is your oldest grandson, uh, great grandson. And, you know, we would just kind of go back and forth and then we would joke and I'd make fun and she make fun. And it was just like, it was very, um, it was very innocent in nature. And, uh, you know, everyone else would kind of take it personally when, you know, they would come around and she'd be like, who are you? You know what I mean? She would say that to her own children. Like, who are you? Like, I don't know you. And, um, you know, their feelings would be hurt, but it's like, you know, she's at that stage now where seeing you, feeling you and just being like, you know, hey, mama or hey mom like it's she needed more than that like she needed to feel your presence kind of like they say it's a second childhood and um in that moment of seeing her laying there lifeless I felt very very um cold I felt very very alone I felt very very empty and a lot of things were going bad at the time for myself um I had lost I had lost my job now I just got after I graduated um my ex we had kind of parted ways I'm going to say kind of part of ways. Me and my ex broke up. Uh, so it was so many different things. I feel like everything was just falling apart. And that was like just the icing on top. Like, And it was like, this is somebody that I genuinely, genuinely care about. And I'm losing them. And there's nothing I can do about it. You know what I mean? And it hurt. It hurt very, very much so. And um, it just took me, it took me to a different place. So, you know, that was probably the last time that I can remember like just falling um but since then you know just tears of of um you know breakthroughs um, i've had tears of joy i've had tears of um you know kind of uh, reflection um but it's like i said it's a it's a cleansing it's a very cleansing action um no matter the emotion that it's attached to because it's like there's this release and you you feel so much better it's like whatever you were pent up or you were holding in or you didn't know that you needed to let go like it just kind of comes out and then you feel better so I get, you know, from a lot of women's perspective, like, hey, I want to cry, cry it out, and I'll be all right, this, that, and the other. And as men, we don't do that. But honestly, you know, um, I will say this from my personal standpoint, and just I'll speak for all men, because obviously this is Let Me Mansplain. Um, emotions and tears, they come from a, a true depth of emotion. So even like when you see men crying at their wedding, like, that's a whole nother level of devotion and commitment. It's like, I want you. Like, I completely want you. And um, the transparency of having someone um, at that vulnerable state uh, is bar none. Like, us as men, and I want women to really genuinely understand this, like, us as men expressing our emotions, our tears, our fears, um, that is not something to be played with. Uh, women say they want men to be more vulnerable. But honestly, I just don't feel like we're really genuinely wired that way. Like we feel we have emotions and we don't like things and things bother us and we want to, you know, do things differently. But I think when we do genuinely, genuinely show our emotion, if we're able to keep those things under wraps, like it's it's such a space of um, bareness. Like it's, I think that's probably the best way to describe it is bare. 
because you get nothing else. Like it's pure emotion. So if whether I'm crying tears of joy because I'm seeing my bride walking down the aisle or I'm crying because uh, I'm grieving because of a loss or I'm crying because of, you know, the passion and, you know, um, you know, you see guys crying when they win the Super Bowl. You see people crying when they lose, you know, the, the, the World Series. So just whatever the emotion that's attached to it, um, there is a, it's like a, it's such a connection. Like it's a mind, body, emotional connection. And as men, we, it's not that we're not capable of having that with a multitude of situations and circumstances, but the ones that we do value enough to be able to put into that realm, far none. Like it's important to us. And crying is, is such a release. Um, I remember when I first started going to therapy, my therapist would always tell me that, you know, avoiding my emotions doesn't, um, doesn't make them any less um, apparent or present. And like sitting with that, I had to really be honest with myself and saying, you know, hey, these emotions are here and I do feel this and I do have that. Um, and then it always come with tears. Um, and I know this episode is more so talking about, you know, tears and everything like that and, you know, boo-hoos, but uh, just, you know, even tears from, from crying, laughing, you know what I mean? It, it's like, it's an, it's an intense feeling that goes with it. And, and more men should explore it. Like men explore your feelings. I'm not sitting here saying you got to be crying to your woman and, and, you know, you watch the movie and you sad, but if that's you, you know, if you're a popcorn eater and, and a crier, do your thing. Um, but let's break that stigma because I think being allowed to show some level of emotion, whether that's disappointment or hurt or pain or joy or laughter, um, love, whatever that looks like, crying is such an essential piece for us as men um, to move forward and to evolve. And if we cannot tap into our emotions in this world that is now gradually becoming more of a a woman dominant, a woman centric world, we will get left behind. We will be, um, we will be the few and the far. And I'm not saying that all men need to do it, but <clears throat> being able to tap into that side, it it makes you, it makes you an even more powerful man. I'm not sitting here saying that you need to walk around with tears dropping from your face. We got enough fake rappers out here with, with teardrops on their eyes and they've never hurt anybody. They ain't, they've never swatted a fly. But I'm saying genuinely, like being able to tap into those emotions and care um, and add depth into uh, a lot of the interactions that we have can heal the world. Because what I do know as a man is that our, our diligence and our patience in so many different situations paired with, you know, just an emotional oomph would give us everything that we need to to make things so much better. You know, just that emotional that no, emotional know with all and 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 awareness would bring us to a a better place um, as men, as a society, as um, different cultures, um, just as the world. Um, but crying is so necessary, and I would highly suggest all men give yourself a good cry whatever that looks like however that looks like um but again you might not like what i'm about to say let me mansplain
Well, the, again, today's episode has been brought to you by raindrops and window panes. Um, but men uh, and women, if you're listening as well, let men cry. Like, let me cry, goddammit. Like, let me express myself, whatever that looks like. Um, whether it's my, my favorite fucking team just lost to our rival or, you know, I'm dealing with my own pile of shit that I just need to, you know, release. Um, it's a very freeing action. It's a very necessary one. And if we're ever going to dip into this suicide rate of men and allow men to uh, mature emotionally and become more whole beings, like crying is going to be such a necessary step. So um, I hope that we got some insight today. I hope there's some dialogue. And I hope to hear from you all on your thoughts of crying, what's necessary, what's not, what's not necessary. Um, and, and, you know, let's just, let's just, let's open up that, that avenue for all men. Um, but until next time, so let me mansplain. You might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. Thank you for listening to Let Me Mansplain, the podcast. If you'd like to help and support in ways other than just listening, there's an active support button on Spotify as well as anchor.fm slash mansplain where you can support and a little goes a long way. So you can drop a dollar or two or whatever you feel on your heart to give that helps with new episodes, podcasts, and equipment so I can keep giving you these witty conversations from a male perspective. And again, you might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. And again, thank you.